0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, my Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me and that you hear me. I adore your profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede, me. For our prayer this afternoon, I'd like to invite you to reflect on these words of St. Paul in his second letter to the Corinthians, where he said, so that I shouldn't become proud, I was given a thorn in the flesh, a messenger of Satan to batter me and prevent me from getting above myself. About this, three times I asked the Lord, I pleaded with the Lord to get rid of these temptations and difficulties, but he answered me, My grace is enough for you. My grace is sufficient for you. That is why I'm glad of my weaknesses, insults, constraints, persecutions, distress for the sake of Christ. Because when I am weak, then I am strong. Our weaknesses St. Paul saying, in a sense, it brings to light, it highlights the power of God. Well, we don't really know the inner struggles of St. Paul, his um, battles. It could have been things of the flesh or like some humiliations or particular difficulties, and he begged the Lord, Lord, take this out. I find it hard. It's kind of weighing me down. And these trials that kind of stand in the way of what I do, my life, you know, kind of very difficult to to go forward. But then in his prayer, Christ assured him that in a way, his limitations, shortcomings, were not really a hindrance to his mission. On the contrary, they were important for him to grow more humble, for him to grow in the virtue of humility, and so that he would trust more in the Lord and less in his own capacity, in his own power. And yes, to a certain extent, and it's true that our limitations, our weaknesses um, highlight the fact that all the good that we have, every good thing that uh, we're able to do ultimately come, comes from the Lord, come from the Lord, and that our qualities are on loan. I mean, of course, we do have virtues, we have achievements, we work hard, and, uh, but at the same time, we know that we are being sustained by Christ, that without Him, we're nothing. We're nothing. Saint Maria, the founder of Bobo's Day, whose canonization we uh, celebrated yesterday, he said, you no so nada, you know vulgo nada, you know nada. I'm nothing, I'm worth nothing. And it's not just beautiful words or like cliche, but something that is to a certain extent, kind of real, real. It's not that we celebrate or that we glory in our own failures. But the idea here of St. Paul is that We learn to trust in God and that we do not become proud to realize that uh, we are radically dependent on Him. And so, uh, we kind of put ourselves in the right place. Truth is, we do have a lot of qualities, achievements. Perhaps you have, you know, medals, trophies, recognitions, awards, distinctions, scholarships, you name it. But at the same time, we notice that we have kind of recurring defects, persistent uh, limitation. And that's something normal. And in fact, until the very end of our life, it's going to be like that. We will never be perfect, and it is good to be aware of this because uh, that's the way for us to grow in the virtue of humility and faith in, in God at the same time. Proud people are people who think that every good thing that they have is due to their, you know, sheer talent. It's because of me, mine. I did it, you know. But humility, which doesn't mean you know, trampling on our self-esteem. Humility doesn't mean uh, uh, staying quiet and not doing anything. Or you know, uh, no. Humility means the truth, and we do have virtues. And in the gospel, also it tells us that you are the light of the world. You are the soul of the earth. Nobody lights a lamp and put it under the bushel, the table, but rather on top of the table so that it would shine. It is an invitation for us to make good use of our talents. It is an invitation for us to shine, but without falling into vanity or self-love, but rather making use of our, of our qualities, of our kind of skills in order to serve others, in order to give glory to the Lord. But for our consideration this afternoon is the fact that we do have defects. And that uh, with a proper attitude, we learn from them. We learn to have more faith in God. We are too as dios for because you, Lord, you are my strength. You are my strength. It is good to ask the Lord, Lord, help me to overcome this difficulty that I have, these inner battles. I have this particular uh, difficulty. good to ask Him, and we try our best to kind of overcome that and to, to learn, to grow. At the same time, aware that there will always be limitations. That is not, however, a reason for us to get bogged down, get discouraged. And uh, because despite our frailties and our sins, the Lord God allows us to, to do something good and He counts on us. He, he lifts us up. He allows us to begin again. His love is unconditional. Unconditional. He doesn't say, I love you, my child. Only if, or like I give you a blessing if and only if, on the condition that, no, there's no such thing. God's love is unconditional. Well, to be exact, we can say that the grace of the Lord would um, stream into our soul if we are contrite of heart, we have faith in Him, if we do things with Him. In times of uncertainty, the words of Jesus to Peter would help us. I have prayed for you so that your faith may not fail. No, the Lord God prays for us, takes good care of us. He's the first to pray and fight for us, for our cause, seeking our good always. There's this... um, Hollywood actor that you might have read the past few weeks, his stories you know uh, going around the social media. Sia uh, Leboeuf, who played a role in you know transformers, Holes, um, even Stevens. once he sent is a public kind of uh, thing and uh, he was a happy-go-lucky man and he had you know, police records being caught, drunk driving, disorderly conduct, abuse, abusive behavior, theft, you name it. And, and so he said, I found myself at rock bottom. I had a gun on the table. I was out there. And, but then, this was during the interview with uh, Bishop Barron, He said, I didn't want to live anymore, but then the opportunity appeared. He was given a role in that uh, biopic film of uh, Padre Pio, Padre Pio, And, uh, and so he had to spend some time, months, weeks reading the writings of Padre Pio getting to know the figure of this man, because you know, to be able to portray a role, you have to get to know the person. No? And he was there in San Lorenzo Seminary in Santa Ines, California. But then kind of that project or that film, filming kind of drew, drew him towards the Catholic faith. And he said, I quote, I was seeing other people who have sinned, who have committed sins beyond anything I could ever imagine. And, and yet they found Christ. They found Christ. And it made me feel like, oh, that gives me hope. That gives me hope. Thank God for redemption and hope. And that they're open to all of us, you see. Thank God for the redemption for hope. It's open to all of us, open to all of us. Also, our limitations, our shortcomings, our weaknesses, they also help us to be more understanding towards other people, to have an attitude of, of you know, openness, charity in our words. Because you know, we do have, with uh, our fallen nature, a tendency to, to criticize others, to judge them, to look down on them, because you know I'm, I'm a lot better, I'm more educated, I'm you know, I'm well formed, come from a good family. I can do, I can do a lot more than that. So, like, you know, but then aware of our mysteries, personal miseries, we know that, we know that so well. It helps us. It helps us to, to understand other people that we can't really say that we are better than others. All of us have our own kind of limitations. And so that is also, uh, it it opens, you know, friendship, uh, fraternity, and uh, it brings us closer to other people, their wounds, their difficulties, their trials, their struggles. We are not special, we're not special. Words from this famous author, Jacques Philippe, Fire and Light, he said, we can't transform ourselves or bring about our own conversion, no matter how much you try. You know, we've been coming to confession, doing this and that, we learn talks on virtue, on faith, on purity, and you know, may have your spiritual director you read good books they do help and they're necessary but take note that only the grace of god at the end of the day can transform us not our own effort not our own virtues no only the grace of the lord and this author is saying can reach the extremity of our weakness in fidelity to the gospel, and also so that we don't weigh down others with a burden that we can't carry ourselves. We must understand that Christianity is not a religion of human efforts, but of grace. Christianity is not a religion of human efforts. It is a religion of grace. That doesn't mean, however, that we do nothing, that we shouldn't do anything. We make an effort, yes to do to practice the virtues, to go to mass, to try to live uh, order, to be kind to others, to, uh, you know have that respect and uh, an understanding towards people who live with us, who work with us, that means also uh, overcoming temptations, uh, not putting ourselves in occasions of sin as best we can, being friendly to others, acts of service, not just thinking about my own things, my own stuff. And uh, yes, we have to do those things. But um, just keeping in mind that our kind of uh, conversion, our transformation, ultimately comes from the grace of God. And what the Lord is asking of us is that earnest desire, and yes, effort. St. Augustine said, that he, God who created you without you, he will not save you without you. We do our part, but not in order to to merit grace, because grace of the Lord is uh, gratuitous. We do not earn that. We don't deserve that. And uh, it's purely a gift. But we do make an effort as a sign of our earnestness, as a manifestation of our desire, to correspond, that we, we are sincere. I mean, that's what it means, that we are sincere. Lord, my effort is not enough, um, but in, I will try. I will try. At the end of the day, it's a question, of, you know, doing your best. Doing your best. You know, I was uh, once in uh, Chicago. I was driving I borrowed a car because I, I had a car there. They lent me these, uh, the latest uh, Honda Civic, uh, a smart car. One of those smart cars that has, you know, so many uh, control uh, mechanisms. And uh, well, one of those kind of uh, features of this car is that uh, when I drive, and sometimes you know, unconsciously. You step, the wheel would step on the, on the lane, between the lanes, the, the lines and then the car, the car would correct me. He would force me to go back to the right lane and uh, well, it's a safety mechanism. Uh, but also sometimes when it happens twice or thrice, there's a, a light that begins to blink that the driver's attention level is low. Take up a cup of coffee. <laughs> There's coffee, the coffee sign. Well, I'm saying this because you know in our spiritual life, we also get help. Somebody tells us, gives us an advice, or gives us a correction. But you know, at the end of the day, it's your own responsibility. You know, that car, I was looking for the future to switch it off because I don't want I want to be in control somehow of my driving. You know, I'm not being pulled away to the left, to the right. But in our spiritual life, you know. Uh, We take responsibility of my own life. We examine ourselves to detect signs, signs that we are deviating from the path, signs of lukewarmness, to rectify, to apply the means, to begin again, to begin again. And uh, optimism, optimism. Uh, It's uh, very tempting to just give up the fight. Because, Lord, you know, what's the use of this? I've been uh, praying for so long. I've been trying to acquire this virtue, or overcome this uh, defect. But I'm, I'm basically the same. Not to get discouraged. Cor, the heart. In, say, in Spanish, corraje. No? To get discouraged is to lose heart, to get disheartened. No. Um, that is, in fact, a sign of pride. Because, in a way, It could be uh, a manifestation of, oh, I want my life to be flawless, perfect. No, No, but that's not the case. That's not the case. So optimism. The previous day, Fernando Fernando O'Connor was saying that our life, rather, we are not defined by our past mistakes. We make errors, but it doesn't mean that's what we are. There's such a thing as Conversion. God's mercy, God's grace. And the Lord's mercy is infinite, infinite. Our capacity, our mistakes, nothing compared to his uh, kind of love and his mercy. The Lord God, who is slow to anger, rich in compassion and mercy. We carry these treasures in vessels of clay, We carry these treasures in vessels of clay so that uh, the power of God is made manifest. You know, vessels of clay, you have uh, kind of jars made of metal or glass. They tend to be more expensive. But clay, clay, by nature, is more fragile, prone to break apart. And so, in, in the Gospel, in the letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians, making use of this uh, kind of analogy or imagery, vessels of clay, we are vulnerable. And um, these vessels of clay are very common in the ancient world, and they were inexpensive, they are not very durable. And so, to use that to describe the life of a Christian, that means that We are prone to break apart, and that's true. That's why we go to confession regularly. However, um, it is not an invitation for us to negativity or, like, you know, to highlight our our defects. Rather, to make us aware that the Lord God fills us with tremendous blessings despite the fact that we are kind of weak and. we do have a lot of shortcomings. God fills our heart, our soul, our life with a lot of blessings, treasures in vessels of clay. So there's a kind of great disproportion between our human capacity, our qualities, and the divine help. And uh, and yet, despite that, the Lord expects a lot from us. In fact, we do have, all of us, all of us have a vocation to sanctity, Yesterday was the anniversary of the uh, canonization of Saint José Maria that happened exactly 20 years ago, and that is his message, you know that very well, that all men and women are called to holiness, and so that sanctity uh, is not reserved to a select few. Saints are not those We find, you know, on the altars, uh, those uh, figurines or those statues with halos and uh, impeccable purity. No, saints are men and women who made mistakes, but then they started all over again. And then they have profound conversion. And their whole life, their life rather radically is oriented towards God with flaws, with defects, but earnest in their struggle to to love the Lord. There is, Pope Francis was saying, because of our weaknesses, there is a temptation for us to fall into a kind of self-absorption, getting stuck in one's own miseries holding into self pity you no know, i'm like this i'm not able to move forward you know i can't really do more and you know that's um, or the inability to forgive ourselves getting discouraged and so we perhaps develop unconsciously a negative outlook in life in our own personal battles feeling of hope, hopelessness or despair no get out of ourselves get out of ourselves you say in Spanish, salir de uno mismo. Get out of ourselves. And uh, we are not condemned to spiritual mediocrity. Focus on Christ. Focus on the Lord. Ego son via veritas et vita. I am the way, the truth, and the life. And what we can't do, God is able to do. His saving power, His mercy. And allow ourselves to be molded, to be shaped. To be transformed by the, by the grace of the Lord, who is able to make saints out of stones. So let Christ take charge of, of, of our life. Let Christ take charge of our life. Years ago in the World Youth Day in, in Sydney, there was a priest who was, you know, there in the crowd, he was wearing an, an Aussie hat. With a sign in his t-shirt, uh, are you searching for meaning in life? Let's, let's talk, you know? let's have a chat. And also, some young people approach him and, Father, can we have, can we have a talk, can we have a chat? You know, like, are you looking for a kind of meaning in life? Let's, let's have a talk, let's chat. Well, have faith in the Lord, you know? have faith in the Lord. Uh, it's not so much about ourselves, kind of to shift the orientation of our life, of our thoughts, from ourselves to, to Christ, so that there is a, um, uh, a shift, a reorientation from uh, egocentrism, uh, egocentrism, like you know, my, myself, me, mine, to uh, Christocentrism, you know, Christ-centered life, Christ-centered life. I'd Have the courage to uh, to launch to do things that you know, good things with friends, with your studies, uh, your trips, social life, your family, but always whatever you do, always deeply anchored on the Lord. And in fact, Pope Francis, in were Youth Day in Brazil, he was uh, telling the people, young people, to 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 go out, make a mess. And you know, get out of your comfort zone. Of course, you have to understand well what he meant. You no, know? uh, in other words, um, that you can do a lot more, perhaps than what you are doing, and think big, dream. And you know, the greatest ambition in life is to to live the life of Christ without abandoning the world, like being there in the university as a student with your friends. Uh, playing football, perhaps, or exploring uh, places, and doing the things that you like, but at the same time deeply anchored on Christ. There is a young uh, blessed Carlo Acutis, an Italian, who was uh, beatified a year or two years ago. and Now there's a growing devotion in the United States because he is the first millennial kind of raised to the altar. Well, he kind of uh, died at the age of seventeen, I think I recall right, of leukemia or sickness. But a young fellow like you know you guys and uh, playing football and expert in IT, he grew up with the iPhones <laughs> or with, rather with uh, PCs. But then, uh, what makes him uh, stand out is his profound love for God. And so, well, you know. Cool, a very cool guy, having friends, living a normal life, but profoundly kind of devout, especially devotion to the Holy Eucharist. And he made use of his expertise in IT to kind of document the um, uh, Eucharistic miracles all over the world. And uh, so, well, he, he passed away and he was uh, beatified by Pope uh, Francis. And there's a growing devotion to this. Well, I'm saying this that. Um, uh, all of us can become saints but then we need to again shift that focus from myself to Christ so that you know we truly follow in his footsteps the way the truth and the life today by the way is a feast of our lady of victory and that uh, our lady rather our lady of the rosary a lady of the rosary that kind of commemorates the victory of the christians in lepanto and uh, an important battle against uh, Christians, against the Islam, of course, in the Turks. Crucial because that kind of uh, put a stop to the advances of Islam in Europe. And, uh, but then they were praying the rosary, you know, the Christian uh, 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 armed forces, whatever like. Uh, and so while we can say that Our Lady is a powerful ally in our personal battles. Okay, go to Our Lady, devotion to the Blessed Virgin Mary, pray the Rosary. And um, let's entrust to her, especially this month of October, has a, kind of a Marian uh, month. And, uh, and well, uh, dear Mother, help me in my prayer life, help me in, my, in living the virtues, help me in my struggle, in my studies. In my, among my friends, and, uh, and thank you. No, a, a very good prayer that perhaps we can conclude this meditation of St. Josemaría, Blessed Alvaro. Thank you, Lord. Forgive me and help me more. Thank you, Lord. Forgive me and help me more. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations that you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask you help to put them into effect, my Immaculate Mother Saint Joseph, my Father Lord, my guardian angel, intercede for me.